Hello, I'm Janet, and this is Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine, because men like boobs and girls like wine. Today's special guest is comedian and super awesome lady, Stephanie McHugh. Hello, we have comedian Stephanie McHugh back on Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Janet. It's so nice to be back talking with you. I know. It's been a while because you have been crazy busy. (laughs) I have been doing life changes. A lot. All at once. Yes. Yep. Uh, My youngest just went to college, so I have an empty nest. And almost on a spur of the moment, one of my really good friends, uh, her oldest went to college, so she had an empty room. So I moved into her house, and I'm trying to get my house ready to rent. Oh, nice. So I moved out of my place after 10 years. How does that feel? It felt like an archaeological (laughs) dig in my crawl space. (laughs) Like, you know, you keep going back farther and farther in time. I'm like, oh, clearly 2012 was a rough time when I just said, screw it and put a lot of things in boxes and just put it in the crawl space. <laughs> Look at all these bills and papers and, oh my gosh, just, you know, crap that uh, you just like, I'll deal with it later. And this year, this summer was later. Wow. And did you yeah. find anything really cool that you'd forgotten about? Oh my gosh. Yes. Let me get back to that. I'll I'll try and think of something. But I went from a three-bedroom with a den townhome to I am now in a one-bedroom. Not a one-bedroom place, but I moved all my stuff into one big bedroom. And then I have everything else packed up in probably the equivalent of a um, one-car garage. So I downsized big time, which felt great. Right. But it's it's draining. It is so draining. It Ugh. is. Moving is hard enough. I couldn't imagine moving after that long and downsizing so dramatically. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it felt good. It felt good having the kids <laughs> 20 <laughs> years ago. And it feels good um, going, Wow. It's time for them to move out, you know? How do they feel about you moving? They were very supportive because that was one of the things that I thought about, you know, particularly the youngest um, sort of, you know, our home base would be changing right? Uh, a lot. Uh, and they were both very supportive. So we moved most of their stuff uh, either into their dorm Mm-hmm. Or at their dad's. So really their home base now is their dad's. And um, it's hard being, I can only imagine, the child of divorced people. Because you have to go back and forth between the two houses. And when they were young, I don't think it was that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But as they've gotten older and Julie likes you know, her makeup vanity station and all of her stuff to go back and forth between two houses was always unsettling. So I think they're totally okay now that they're in a dorm instead of having to go back and forth between two houses when they come home. So like she spent the night with me, but it was just sort of like a sleepover last night. And then she went back to her dad's. 
So it just sort of has shifted. And then Julie, or Rachel, the oldest one, is going to be 21. Um, yeah. Exciting. <laughs> My mom, we celebrated her birthday early because uh, her birthday's in October. So we just celebrated before she left for Oregon State University. And my mom goes, well, maybe they'll let her have a drink early. I'm like, no, mom, it's, <laughs> it's a law the thing. law. <laughs> it's not grandma's law. It's a law. They're mm. not going to let her do it. <laughs> but nice. That's a cool grandma, grandma though. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe we can have a beer a month early. I'm like, no. <laughs> maybe at home. Right. But not... At CB and Potts. Right. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so are you still in the same part of town? I am. Now I'm, in, I'm still in the same part of town. So the game plan is, which is, again, kind of crazy, always trying to be stable for the kids. But uh, I'm living with my friend Jana. Her youngest is a senior in high school, and her boyfriend lives in Wyoming. Oh. So when... Her son graduates from high school and leaves for college in a year. Uh, she's going to move up to Wyoming with her boyfriend, and I'm going to move to downtown Denver. <gasps> Yay. Yes. Oh, Which my Which is kind of scary. I it know. Is. That would be so much fun. I've always dreamed of living downtown. Yeah, yeah, it's so flipping expensive. That's yes. the thing. But um, I'm going to do it. I don't know how, but now I'm just sort of making, I make a decision and then figure it out later instead of my normal pattern of worrying about it. <laughs> and or, not making a decision at all. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, or waiting almost way too long and then making the decision. It's like I almost made the decision and then as I was packing going, what in the hell? <laughs> what did I just do? But it feels great. And yeah, I mean, I still have breakdowns like yesterday. Aww. I was driving and it was homecoming for a lot of uh, high schools. So I drove by some kids taking pictures for homecoming. And then I kind of I kind of had a little momentary breakdown. But then I get over it again. So I just do everything really fast. It's just adjusting. <laughs> You're going to adjust. Correct. You're probably going to have a day after you've moved and everything has settled a little bit where you like hit that wall of again of like, oh, my gosh. But then you'll accept and it'll be fine. Yes. Thank it's, you. You're you, right. You still have your townhome. You'll just be renting it out. Correct. So the money that I will make from the townhome will help offset the cost, I'm hoping, of moving downtown. Yes. So that's the game plan. I have not had it rented yet. At first, I was going to try and do it myself. And mm -hmm. then uh, I did not. And someone that I work with during the day, uh, they have a property manager. Yes. It was great. So I got a property manager. Yeah. That's a smart move. I've heard that is the best way to do it. Because you just kind of hand it over to them and say, here, make sure this works out. <laughs> exactly. Like things that I should have gotten done with that house a long time ago. And granted, I didn't have the money sometimes. But now um, I'm just making all the changes so that it's ready for someone to rent in. Like I need a new carpet downstairs where the stupid cat peed. <laughs> <laughs> starting to travel. Um, 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, how's I mean, the cat handling all this change? Excellent question, Janet. Uh, <laughs> grandma and grandpa gratefully oh. took the cat, oh. not full time. I mean, not in depth, just for a period of time to help her through the change. But <laughs> I brought her over here once because Janet has two chocolate labs and two cats. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> now, one of the cats is going to go with their daughter. Um, if we all want to feel like we're not doing enough with our lives, her daughter is volunteering in Madagascar oh. for a couple months before she goes to New York to go to school. She seems so, like a slacker. A little bit of a slacker, but you know, kids grow at their they own do. pace. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Madagascar volunteer. I know, awesome. right. So when she goes to New York, she's going to take one of the cats with her. Oh, Okay. Um, and socks will come in and we'll see. And, um, this is a, yeah, Jana was really nice. She's lived here a long time. It would need new carpet, like after she left probably anyway. So knock on wood, there's nothing, or there's a lot of hardwood floors. Oh, good. That the cat could, and let's all collectively right now, knock on wood, hurt. I don't think, (laughs) but she could. What about the labs and socks? So, yeah, we had a, I tried to bring socks in to, to chat, just sort of like a trial run. And she totally ripped my hand off. She was like squirming <laughs> oh, no. all over the place and like used my palm as a, a place to jump off of. So Ooh. her claws just dug in and she went under the bed and they just sort of, um, they sort of checked her out, and she j- just hung under there. And I was able to get her out after an hour. <laughs> an oh, hour. my gosh. But I didn't try. So it probably took me, like, I don't know, five minutes to get her out. I just let her hang out underneath there. To and let I her scrolled, adjust. Correct. Through Facebook, laying on the floor between <laughs> the wall and the bed, just kind of hanging out with her. Um to let her adjust, and we'll see. We'll see. Because I think that was I, a very hard adjustment for Pooh Bear when I moved in with Steve, the dogs. Oh, yeah. But she's okay now, right? Well, um, now that we're down to just the one tiny one, <laughs> she tolerates. And the cats are coming up to the second and third levels a little bit more. Um, uh-huh. And, because butterflies, four pounds. Five pounds on a fat day, you know? <laughs> She can't do anything. She's so cute. I love her Instagram pictures. (laughs) That's because Steve's been traveling a lot. (laughs) Can you tell? (laughs) There's a lot of cat and dog pictures. (laughs) I I wait. I like. I go back and I'll look at my Instagram every once in a while. I'll be like, "Gosh, you're a lonely person, Janet. You're such a lonely person on Instagram." Oh, no, you live a great life on Instagram. You're out partying. You have Lots cute of concerts. Selfies. Yeah. Yeah. You have been going to a lot of concerts. I feel like this time of year, this year is concert season. I have next week, I have uh, Florida Georgia Line. The following week, Dirks Bentley. It's like bam, bam, bam. Nice. So yeah. what was one of your favorites? Like, do you have anyone who surprised you? Um, I want to really say Luke Bryan. 
I hadn't seen him in several years, yeah. and I went and saw him last weekend, and uh, he is just electric in his performing. Really? Yes. I was like, wow. It's the most expensive concert ticket I've ever paid for, but um, it was amazing. Worth it then, yes. huh? Yes. Huh. Can I ask how much? You don't have to say if you no. don't want to. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm going to say... It was like... Oh, go. go. You can guess. Oh, it's the most expensive... I almost said $95, but I think if it's Luke Bryan, I'm going to go $167. Wow. Um, it was 130 Okay. But wow, nice work. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Which it was, it, they were good seats. They weren't like right up front. We were like feeling his sweat drip on our face. So they weren't like prime seats. <laughs> Those are $167. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I probably, like, he he were to come back to town next week, I would not, or not next week, next mo- year, I probably will not pay to go see him again for a couple years. But he was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it was a long time ago, like, before I had kids, so 21 years ago, but we saw, like, uh, Christmas, some kind of Christmas show. It was alternative. Mm-hmm. So and here we go. It was like Courtney Love <gasps> with the band Hole. Hole, yes. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Nine Inch Nails. Oh, my gosh. Weezer and Bad Religion. And wow. Bad Religion, I would never listen to their music um, like in the car or something like that necessarily. I, I wouldn't, you know, download it on Spotify or anything. Right. But they were hands down one of the best bands live I have ever seen. Oh, I can, it was I can like imagine. they were one person. Just they were so all together on. It is cool to kind of see who's good live. It is. You know, if I had to like over the last five years, best concert ever, Dolly Parton still takes it. But over the last really? month, there's been so many concerts over the last month that I'm like, that's the time frame I was looking at when I was talking to you. But Didn't ever you see Dolly Parton like two months ago? It was July. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. But uh-huh. there's been so many concerts over the last month that, you know, yeah. When you said what's been the best one recently, I'm like, oh, that was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she's got the stamina still. Um, Bad Religion, like that's a name I know, but it's not a name I'm familiar with. Does that make sense? Like their music. Yep. Right. I think they're one of those bands that have toured consistently for years and years and years. And they play them a little bit, I think, on uh, KBPI. Mm -hmm. I hear them occasionally. Uh, But sort of just under the radar, but always there. Gotcha. Um, they were good. I can't, I couldn't name one of their songs, unfortunately. That's okay. Me either. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. So 20, 21 years ago. Wow. Okay. It was probably, if it was Courtney Love and Hole. Kurt Cobain had died. Yes. So it was my high school years. I, my girlfriend yep. was a big fan of Hole. Maybe Kurt Cobain was still alive because I think he died April. Um, of 1994, April 9th, I want to say. Okay. Um, I don't know. And I would be pregnant. So I'm, I'm not, I was like, I know I wasn't pregnant. So maybe it was 92 or 93. 
And nobody really cares about this except me. But so no. <laughs> I just try to sit there and think. I'm like, when was it? Isn't it funny how you go, well, I couldn't have been pregnant going to that concert. <laughs> I mean, I could have, but I knew I wouldn't. Nobody <laughs> likes to throw up during a show. No, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Sugar Nuts, my ex-husband, yeah. went with him to it. And I remember he was saying really quietly, he goes, the last concert I came to see here was Loverboy, but he didn't want anyone to know. And I'm like, you know what? Nobody here probably knows who Loverboy is because we were, because probably most people were more like your age. They were younger. We were older. (laughs) We were like late 20s. I don't know. It, It just felt like we were really old compared to everybody else there. My girlfriends and I were we were at a concert recently and one of them asked, you know, is there an age where you get to where you are too old to go to concerts? My immediate response was a uh, heck no. Uh, not right. possible. But how do you <laughs> feel about that idea? Like you shouldn't well, be going to concerts after, you know, a certain age. That's a good question. I th- it kind of depends on the band. Mm-hmm. Because you could go see I could go see the Grateful Dead or... Revisited. Yes, right. <laughs> um, what am I trying to think? Like, oh gosh, it's so sad, Jenna. I was going to say Prince, but Prince oh. just passed oh. away. I'm sorry. I saw him a couple times. Yeah, it. Um, and I want to say the Eagles, again, <laughs> um, not touring anymore but i want to say recently at the eagles you could see a couple different generations at that show Mm -hmm. people who knew them you know you could see the grandparents the dad and the kids i bet at an eagles now if i went to a i can't even think of a one direction ah concert if they were still touring (laughs) i can't think of anyone then i would feel awkward unless if I had a teenage young girl with me I would feel feel creepy and I would not be going so I think it depends on the concert but no I think you could totally go okay (laughs) yeah I'm picturing Stephanie rocking out to One Direction on by herself (laughs) with the concert trying to rush the stage and then getting (laughs) the police going really really why don't you go find a bunko group, lady? A bunko it's time to group. let it go. Time to let it go. <laughs> Ooh, I've never played bunko. What is bunko? I, I haven't either, oh, but good. I know it's like um My old boss had a bunko group. Like one Saturday every month her neighbors and her got together for bunko. Yes. So was it only women? Yes. I, the only t- So it's only women and they they meet I think it's kind of one of those games that you can drink and eat, but oh, okay. still play and be competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so it hits all the points. It You're does. away from the kids and the husband. You can have a couple beers or margaritas, glasses of wine, and some food and talk it up and still play the game. I see. It sounds like something I might enjoy. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you weren't going to concerts all the time. I know. I have no time for Bunko. I got lots of no, concerts. I know. Yeah. And you've been traveling a little bit for work, right? Yeah. I went to uh, to Dallas, but very minimal. I, You know, Steve has been on the road like crazy. He's on his way back from Little Rock right now. 
Um, wow. And then he goes on a cruise ship on Wednesday, and he was in China a couple weeks ago. I'm just... I saw that. That was cool. Crazy. And then we went to the Comedy Works birthday bash. I missed that. Where I was out of you? town. I know. I, I was, was like, out of town dropping Stephanie? the kids off. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rachel and I went to Seattle, too. So I dropped her off in Oregon, and then we drove up to Seattle, which oh. was a lot of fun. So kind of transitioning. Like, no longer... Like, I stayed at her house... Like we don't live together anymore. Right. How does that feel? It wasn't as bad as I thought it would feel. It's <laughs> thinking about it freaks me out more than actually doing it. So I need to keep myself busy is what we need to do <laughs> here now. Let's book key. those shows, Stephanie. We got to book some shows and start going out. Like Jenna was saying, you need to, I almost, I almost might get on what? Twitter. Twitter. Not Twitter, Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> I was yes. like, I thought you were on Twitter. <laughs> I know, I was. And I couldn't figure out, too, how to connect with you on Fitbit. My Fitbit has stopped connecting to people. I don't know what's wrong. It still tracks my oh, okay. steps, but there's no social aspect to my Fitbit. Like, I see my friends, but no matter what I do, it, I get zero steps a day. On the the social part, so oh. I don't know. So maybe it wasn't me this yeah, time. Yeah, I think it was probably my device. Okay, I need All to right. call them and get that looked at because I hear if you call Fitbit and they can't troubleshoot it with you over the phone, they'll send you a new one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Customer service is awesome. Oh, that'd be good. How is your Fitbit life? It's good. I just bought the scale and I like it. I haven't. It's, I don't have that. What is that like? You've got to get it because um, it tracks your weight. Oh, that's what I want to <laughs> that's do. The, that's the, yeah. Uh, but, and your body fat percentage. The BMI? Yeah. Okay. Which is really high. My brother was being very nice. My brothers helped me move. Uh, um, and I go, I am always at like 32 or 31% uh, BMI, 32.1% body fat. That's what it says right now. Yeah, I but women, get it under. women tend to have more body fat than men. That's true. Yeah. Have you looked it up to see how that, where that lies on the scale of the BMI scale? No, I'm just bringing it up right now. Here's what's weird is one time I weighed in and I weighed more than I normally did. I was like on the high end, you know, you have your like five pound. I don't know if you do, but my five pound little yes. swing area was at the tippy top. 22.6% body fat. All the rest of the time, 32 or 31%. Which hmm. is really re more realistic. Uh, How tall so are not, you? I am 5'9". Okay. And um, I have pretty... My limbs, I'm a total <laughs> German apple. <laughs> a German apple. <laughs> a German apple with strudel around <laughs> the waistline. <laughs> That's where I carry it. Which they say is bad for heart disease and stuff. Right. But. Uh, so yeah, so I like it that it just 
tracks it like that and your sleep. So here's the other thing I noticed is sleep makes a big difference on maintaining my weight. So I ate a lot when I would eat. I wouldn't eat all the time. I wasn't grazing while I was on vacation or whatever you want to call it, dropping Rachel off. But I did get to sleep a lot as opposed to the previous weeks when I was trying to move. And that makes me um, maintain or lose weight almost as much as watching what I eat. Sleep is so important. Yeah. And the crazy schedule that you've had ever since I've known you, you're always doing something, it seems like. I don't know when you sleep. You're a superhero. (laughs) Or stupid. But we'll go with superhero. Let's use superhero. (laughs) You're only. Well, that that's awesome. Now, does the scale like connect to social media, like the wristband? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I have any friends. I think I only tried with you. Oh, I bet you. I am almost positive you could say no. I do not want that because I would not want that. <laughs> right, posted, but it does um, sync up. So I also have it synced up to what my fitness, my fitness pal. Yes. So I track my eating on that sometimes when I'm good, but it will <laughs> post my weight on my fitness pal. Oh. And it said, Stephanie lost four pounds, which sounded really good. And I have one friend on there who liked it. And I'm like, like four pounds, but it really it was, I had just weighed myself when I was at the top oh. of the <laughs> five pounds. So then it dropped it down to four and, and I'm back up to the... That's all right. We're it's a constant struggle we have this balancing when it comes to weight, body image, self-love. It's I know. Bad. I know. Um we do. We need to we need to give ourselves some hugs and a little <laughs> yes. more love. Little hugs. A little more naps, a little more self-hugs. Yes. So what's on the plate for comedy in your land? I have not been doing that much. So I am going to start being a little more serious about comedy, I guess, writing, going to more open mics and then marketing myself. Okay. I've sort of been coasting for lack of a better word for the past probably two years, two or three years, just get, just waiting until the girls left. Mm-hmm. because for so long I felt like I was doing a lot of things just kind of okay. You know, you, right. you have your foot in so many things. So now that they're gone, I got to start full on working on it. I know Get that all in mentality commit. Commit is exciting and scary at Aww. the same time. So that's what you got to do. Be a little bit on the edge. Sorry. Did you hear that mo- commotion? <laughs> yeah, what was that? Was that the cat? No, it was butterfly. She almost fell. Oh. She almost <laughs> fell out of my lap. That would have been oh. bad. A 3-foot drop from Mommy's lap probably would have been bad. Oh. All right, we're good. She's Is good. everything back? Everything's okay, great. Yep, sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> that yeah, was a no close problem. One. Yeah. So when is your next comedy show? So I knew you were going to ask that. Like when the phone rang, I'm like, dang it, I have 
nothing. I don't have anything <gasps> on the schedule. I know, but uh yeah. So next 2017. It's gonna be packed. It's gonna be packed. Yes. It's gonna be packed. It's gonna be a balancing act because this is what. So part of me thought, okay, you just have to dive in and you have to start doing all of this. But that is not the secret, I find. When I do that, nothing is funny to me. (laughs) So I have to balance the day job Mm -hmm. and the nuts and bolts of comedy along with doing fun stuff right? so that life feels funny. Uh, I think I might go to a swing dance thing though on Thursday nights. Try that a few times. Oh, that would I be have so much fun. Who do that. Yeah. So that's the first thing I thought. Do you have any ideas of other Ooh. things I can go out and do? Have you done the Sunday morning workout at Red Rocks? No, I have only gone <laughs> to watch it because oh. that's a fun spectator sport. You can do your own thing. You don't have to join the groups. The groups are a little bit intense. Like I went when I went with my my girlfriend, we saw people crawling like spiders down the rocks, down the steps at Red Rocks. And I was like, what is happening to this world? No, but like it you get there at like six o'clock in the morning, the sun's coming up, you get your steps in. It's a great feeling. And if you grab a girlfriend, it's just it's fun. Okay, that'll be the next thing I do then, too. Yeah. That'll be good. That's working out and doing something different. Yeah. Nice. I good discovered deal. that a couple of weeks ago, and I, I want to go every week, but Red Rocks is so much closer to you than it is to me. I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, we should meet there, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know. <laughs> it is far. <laughs> You're like six in the morning. Yeah. I can't I'm an early bird, but I like my sleeping in on my weekends. It's hard. It is it's important though, I think, to get that sleep. It is. Or or I just become a cranky McCrankerson. <laughs> so you're gonna join Tender. I guess, right? <laughs> you don't sound very committed to that decision. I know. Where are but your I reservations? Like why why did you sound oh. so apprehensive to say yes to that? Probably because it is getting out of my comfort zone and I don't like putting myself out there. You just uh, moved to a one bedroom. I know. You're, you're right. You're moving to downtown Denver. Just add it to the package. You won't even notice. <laughs> I won't even notice. <laughs> but I you will have to, to maintain it. <laughs> I feel a little uh like I am not great at texting and stuff like that, communicating. Oh. So Am I stressing you that. out? That was a heavy sigh, Stephanie I know, McHugh. I know. <laughs> Maybe we should I talk just... about something lighter. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, really, and the only way I could get better is if you practice. Right. You're gonna you're harm. gonna fall a few times. But once you get comfortable, you'll take those training wheels off and you'll be flying on tender. Flying on tender. That, don't be a ho- hoe though. No, don't okay, be a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one of my coworkers does Bumble. I thought maybe I could do Bumble. Have What's you heard of that? that? No. It's <laughs> like where there can only be communication. The woman initiates the communication. So I think That's both power. parties have to say yes, you know, mm-hmm. and then... 
and then after that, the woman has a certain amount of time to to make the first communication to him. So what are you? She, oh, go ahead. Oh, she said it cuts down on um, the creeper McCreepersons. There you go. <laughs> Uh, which I haven't been on online dating in a while. I don't really know how many creepers there are. Oh, I can only imagine. There's so many trolls on the internet, period. Those dating, oh my gosh. Yeah, yep. So what are you looking for in a man? Hmm. That's a heavy question, but... I know. (laughs) I don't know if I want to be like totally in a committed relationship. But see, if you say that... Then they're like, ooh. <laughs> I know. So that's not what I want either. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. I guess I just don't know how much time. When I'm with someone, I would like to be totally full on, mm-hmm. you know, in the moment with them. But then when I'm not with them, I got to be working on the other stuff. Right. You know, the comedy and, and work and things like that. And them being okay with that someone that would understand that they're like fourth or fifth on the totem pole you know you got your your daughters your work your comedy you and then them yes that makes sense yep i think that's why steve's traveling works for me because i do have a good balance I was wondering that. Yeah. So you like that. I mean, that totally works for you guys, obviously. Right. It took a minute when we first started dating and he um, he was working radio when we first started dating when he stopped working radio and it was full on travel. If you want to make any money, I was like, yeah. I'm so alone. What is this? But I've I've definitely adjusted. And now when he's home for too long, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think I've told you this before. Um, My parents for 19 years did not live together. They lived in separate states, totally married, but just spent time on the weekends together. And mainly because of work. They didn't want to live and work in the same places. So they were like two and a half hours away from each other. And it totally worked for them. My dad could work late during the week mm-hmm. and it didn't bother my mom because she was, you know, off doing her thing. And then when they were together, they found that they would really be together and talk more and hang out in the hot tub, which I really didn't need to know, but they would tell me <laughs> <laughs> TMI mom, TMI. <laughs> you know, catch up and, and have more quality time when they were together. It was like date weekend then. Oh. And then they'd go back and do their, their own stuff during the week. So they did that for 19 years. And then my dad retired and my mom was a teacher. So they moved back in to the same house together and my dad retired and my mom held off retiring for one year because it was too many life changes. <laughs> they thought they we were need gonna, to ease into this. Yeah. And kill each other. You know, can you imagine going oh, from that no. lifestyle to being both retired in the same house, just staring at each other? But uh no, they and they do great now. Um, you know, transitioning to to back to being together all the time. That's crazy. And they get along super fine now? They get along super fine, like most married couples. 
you know, um, they have their ups and, well, ups right. and downs. But like going t- almost 20 years not living in the same place. I don't know. Right. Maybe it'd be like a second marriage, but with the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it could be like that. Because well, they did their dating. What? They got married. They did the married thing. Then they split up for 19 years where they then got into dating mode on the weekends. And then they moved back in together and it was like getting married again. Right. Does That's that make sense? That's a good sense? point. Yep. You're right. Okay. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is exactly right. And it was kind of weird, too, because my dad was an administrator at a hospital in a really small town. So in Nebraska, so to say, I mean, anywhere when you say, well, we're married, but we don't live together, people are like, oh, okay, so something's up, you know, somebody's got something on the side or they, they really don't love each other. They're just staying together for, I don't know, the kids or whatever, but that wasn't the case. And it was almost harder that that wasn't the case, that they were in love, just not living it wasn't, together. Yeah, it wasn't convenient. Their jobs, People, yes. Right, because normally one person would, normally the woman actually, but my mom just didn't. And I think it saved their marriage, actually. I could see that. Yeah. Interesting. So, so I guess having that, I mean, they were together when I was, we all lived, it was a normal typical how did the kids deal with that it was only my youngest brother was at home at the time yeah um I've never really asked him that recently I think sometimes it might have been a little bit of a struggle because instead of being home on the weekend you know with all your friends Uh you're going to see your your dad right up in the other town that might have been a little bit of a challenge um for him but yeah. Whatever works, man. Uh, we have a, a mutual friend, Terry Barton Gregg. Her yes. husband lives in Nebraska most of the time, right? In Kansas. I okay, think. one exactly. of those flat states. You're a flat state. Exactly. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> and she seems happy when he I comes know. home. <laughs> they have, you're right. It's exactly the same. Yeah, it works for them. Setup, I think. Yeah. And you know what's funny? You said, are they happy? And I said, yeah, they are typically. But I had just sort of been hanging out with this guy. And then he just said something I thought was incredibly insensitive or stupid. <laughs> you pick which one you think it is. And okay. I was like, oh, my gosh, that hurts so much. Why did you say that? Or why were you so, I don't know, it felt stupid. And I was telling my mom about it. Uh-huh. And she was kind of like, well, sometimes people just say stupid things. Uh-huh. Like she had been married long enough that she said at some point somebody is going to say something that you're like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? That, that was rude. Hurt. Yeah. That was rude. I can't believe you mm-hmm. think that. But, th- you know, so she said you either, you know, go with it or not. <laughs> But at some point, you know, you're just going to have to deal, you know, just sort of, I don't know. It was interesting. Words of wisdom from someone who's been married 52 years. Yes. Crazy. Crazy. What else has been going on 
in Stephanie McHugh land. Oh, that is it. I hate how boring that is. You're not boring. We went to Seattle. I mean, really moving took a lot of time. And you're and just, you're moving. You've moved your both girls. You've had a lot of moving in your life lately. I have. We moved one girl to Steamboat Springs mm-hmm. and for college there. And then so the irony is it will be expensive for lodging when we go visit her in Steamboat Springs, uh, but it's it's cheap to get there. And then the other right. one is in Oregon State University, which takes a long time and it's kind of expensive. To get there, because it's like an hour and a half outside of Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. But once we get there, we just stay with her. So it's inexpensive to stay with her. Um, Is she a junior? She's a junior. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Does she have any idea what she wants to do after college? She just switched her major to chemistry, oh. Janet. Oh, my. What's up with that? I know. Oh. Sometimes the apple falls <laughs> off the tree and just rolls <laughs> into its way own, the hell away. Into its own garden. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, she would like to maybe work in a lab, oh. like a food lab or something like that. Wow. Where yeah. can one do that? Where are the companies that do that? That is a good point. I do know one of my coworkers with the day job, his daughter works in California at a lab, a food lab where they test whey, W-H-E-Y, that cheese byproduct, which is used, it's almost more, what I want to say, in demand than cheese, the whey is. It's used in so many different things now. So that's an example I would imagine wherever there's possibly any um, any food, you could do chemistry. <laughs> right. So my, my brother is a baker at a company up in Fort Collins, and they provide their own bread for their own company, which I know I should know, but I don't. And then they also do Trader Joe's bread. I so love they do Trader like- Joe's. Yes, <laughs> I get. I could hook you up with brownie bites. <laughs> oh and no, raisin bread no. and sourdough bread, all gluten free. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all gluten free, so they have people come in and they test for wow. gluten. Uh, so there's you know lab work there. That's crazy for that. Yeah, I guess because it's not an area that I've ever thought about. I've never thought about the chemical testing that would go into the food I eat. Exactly. Me neither. Uh-huh. But someone should be testing that to make sure that I'm, it's safe. I'm glad they're right. doing it without me knowing it. Because most people like myself, you know, I get in these little health kicks where I'm like, okay, I'm going gluten-free or I'm going paleo or, right. you know, I'm going to eat cookie dough all day. <laughs> I go off the wagon yeah. just as hard as I would go on it. But there's some people I know who legitimately have severe reactions yeah, to celiac. peanuts yeah. or yet yeah, that or something. So if if you say you're gluten-free, then you need to be gluten-free. So they'll go in and test. And he said sometimes they'll throw out like a batch of like thousands of loaves of bread because it didn't meet the criteria. To be gluten-free. To be gluten-free. Yeah, because that could be millions of dollars in a lawsuit if a celiac grabs your bread that's supposed to be gluten-free. Exactly. 
We need that bread, Janet, that didn't make the cut. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have a two girls and a bottle of wine French toast party. Oh, my God, that's next. (laughs) We had the mac and cheese party. I missed that. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. How was it? It was great. There was too much food. I I think next time, um, everyone brought their own mac and cheese. I made three different types of mac and cheese. Oh, my God. There were only eight of us. (laughs) (laughs) so that's a lot of mac and cheese (laughs) that's a lot of mac and cheese but mac and cheese freezes right right Uh, well i i I made everyone take their own home okay good (laughs) and um one of the people that came was steve's son and daughter-in-law and i sent them home with a lot of mine (laughs) i was like here you go yeah kind of like i did with you to the christmas party here you go take these home to your kids (laughs) great loved that so if we do this french toast party i think we'll have someone bring the syrup stephanie will bring the bread (laughs) you bring the powdered sugar you bring the butter because wow (laughs) smart good thinking i'll bring the cinnamon (laughs) and the mimosas yeah (laughs) Now, how far are you from, if I move downtown, we'll be closer, obviously. Like yes. if we meet halfway, it would be not that bad. No, not at all. Well, I, yeah, it's no big deal. I was just wondering if like, because when I asked if you still lived in the same part of town, I know like when I first moved here, I lived in Thornton and I got used to my neighborhood. Yeah. And I had my places. And then right. I moved to Westminster and I had to get used to my neighborhood and my places. And then yep. I moved to Parker, and it was like moving to a whole different world. I was like, this is totally you different you got to find a grocery. Right. Yes. Everything's the same. The grocery store that I go to is the same. I don't oh, need God. any new. Yeah, anything like that. But yes, if you move downtown, you will be closer to me. Instead yeah. of like, because you're like, I want to say over an hour. We're over an hour apart, right? Especially with Denver traffic. Hour. Right. Yep. Yeah. So that would like cut it in half, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I'm letting the dogs out. And so then, since you're wanting to add things to do, we could do brunch from time to time. We could do brunch. Yeah. Yep. Could do a lot of things. Yeah. So lots of exciting drinks. things. Yes. Lots when Steve's of exciting. gone, even yes. when Steve's here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> How is the comedy works? I birthday? know this should be flipped that I should be telling you. I, I was like, oh, I bet I'll see Stephanie. I should have reached I out know. to you. It was packed. A lot of people I didn't know that you would probably know. Um, they had, but, you know, Wendy, <laughs> the owner yeah. of the Comedy Works, she knows how to throw a party. I bet. So the pre-party was in the alley next to the Comedy Works, and she brought in grass. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. There were, I want to say, four or five different bars where you could get beverages. Um, There was a macaroni and cheese bar. There was people walking around with food. It would not have been good for a dieter. Um, No. They had a picture booth. Um, The original owner that she bought Comedy Works from was there. Um, Steve was excited about that. I don't remember his name. Ed, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I've met him maybe once. Uh-huh. Yep. And then um, Wendy did some jokes. Um, there were several comics that went on. Steve did some. And then, um, oh, Bob Marley closed it out. And it was oh, a lot of fun. I have never seen. No, I. Good. Yeah. Is, uh, Mud, 
I almost said mud flap. Like <laughs> it's Steve. <laughs> it feels like using his formal name uh, right? with you. <laughs> he got married, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> is Mr. Mudflap? No. He is he opening Roseanne Barr I saw it was coming back. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. And they're good friends. They are mm. really good friends. I would really like I haven't I met her once briefly in Vegas. And I feel like Vegas is so chaotic. When she was here last and he opened for her, it was two nights during the week. And I just, uh-huh. I can't. Like, even when the comedy works, I didn't stay for Bob yeah. Marley's set. I went home because <laughs> I'm a wuss. And I was very tired the next day. Um, so, like, I don't know what's going on with Roseanne. I, I, he might. I would like to nice. meet her. She seems like a, a very funny lady. Have you met her? Yes. I, no. I was on the America's Funniest Mom um, show. I got, I won a trip to LA and she was one of the judges. And Kathleen Madigan, who I've opened for, uh, came and watched my set and then hung out with Roseanne before the show. Um, but that's the closest I've gotten to meeting her, which oh. she was judging. But she liked my set. That was nice. That yeah. was huge. That like made your life my trip. It oh. did. Yep. Your comedy my part life. of your life. The comedy part of my life. She said it was a good set. And then uh, do you know who Lorraine Newman is? I don't. From She's one of the original Saturday Night Live okay. cast members. Um, if you've ever seen old... Uh, Coneheads, yes. Coneheads, yes. Dan Aykroyd was the dad, and then the daughter that was oh, Lorraine Newman. Okay, so she came up to me after the after the show and said, "Hey, I really liked your set," and I was like, "Oh, yay! My gosh, yes, uh huh, yeah, that's awesome." She was very cool. Yeah, so when it comes to Steve's schedule, I don't really we share a calendar on our iPhones, which is good. It lets me know when he's here and when he's not. <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I, I'll have to ask him about Roseanne, and I'll I'll have to get back to you. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Well, Stephanie, we are almost at an hour. Is there anything are- else that you want to bring on to the podcast? <laughs> anything that's been burning a hole in your soul? Oh. Don't go too deep. I know. No, <laughs> I'm good. I am good. It's As been, always, it's great to catch I up know. with you. I was going to say the same thing. We um, have got to do this again sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, um, keep us posted as you book any future comedy shows, and we will share those on the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine Facebook page. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Janet. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>